Hi, I'm David Swaden, Head of Internal and Executive Communications at Temenos. Welcome to this special edition of Temenos Talks, featuring our client Convera, the largest non-bank global B2B payments provider in the world. To help celebrate our recent 30-year anniversary, Nelly Resny, Temenos EVP for BSG in the Americas, caught up with Convera's Chief Technology Officer. They talked about Convera's journey so far, why they chose Temenos to realise their ambitions, and how they're challenging us and their other partners to co-innovate with them in the future. Let's hear what they had to say. So Nelly, over to you. Thanks, David. I'm Nelly Resny, head of the Business Solutions Group for Temenos in the Americas region. As David mentioned, we are celebrating 30 years of Temenos. That is 30 years of working alongside financial institutions and fintechs to support and help them grow their business. Today, we want to highlight Convera's story, a relatively young company with an interesting history. And to tell us all about this, we have with us Darmesh Sayal. And speaking of 30 years, Darmesh has more than 30 years of experience heading up global products and engineering teams to build digital platform-based businesses. He is currently the Chief Technology Officer of Canvera, and we're delighted to welcome Darmesh. Thank you, Nelly. I appreciate it. Uh, Happy to be here with you. Fantastic. Well, let's get started with our conversation. Darmesh, why don't you tell us a bit about Convera's story so far and how your role fits in within that story? Sure, absolutely. As you rightfully said, a young company with with a long history and background. So Convera is the largest uh, uh, fintech B2B payments company. We're global. Uh, We were formed by the carve-out and buyout of Western Union Business Solutions by private equity partners. Uh, we obviously have a strong payment network. Uh, we, uh, you know, operate in more than 200 countries. Have more than 140 currencies. We support strong compliance background. Mm-hmm. We serve our customers two ways. Out there, we serve our customers directly, which is, you know, our trade verticals. You know, think about manufacturers, importers, exporters, legal law firms out there, or you know, if you're an NGO, several verticals out there. These customers have need to either send payments cross border or receive payment. Uh, sometimes they need to look at the volatility in the market, m- manage the, the risk and the hedging products come and play over there, and finally help them uh, manage their cash. So anywhere from a few million to a few billion dollars in revenue, we manage these customers directly through our solutions. Wow. We also have our indirect business. This is where we partner with banks, financial institutions, or if you are a payroll pension provider, mm-hmm. we would team up as an integrated partner and pro- and serve a large array of Fortune 500 customers through that. We had about half a billion dollars in revenue today. I think our CEO, Patrick, talked about doubling our revenue. We see a lot of momentum in the market. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Now, how does my role fit in into Convera? So I lead... Uh, a group called product and technology, so which is essentially building new products, running our existing products out there, our engineering teams, running our technology operations. We obviously have a global presence. We are around the clock business. We have no downtime in our business out there. Equally important is uh, cybersecurity and uh, security ops running with them. And then finally running across all these programs. So so my, I own pretty much the product, the engineering, all the technology functions within Convera. So that's a little bit about uh, my role with Convera here. 
Well, fantastic. You know, what an interesting journey so far, and I'm sure our audience would love to hear some more. You know, you mentioned that Confera is a fairly recently formed company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, can you share with us what were some of the drivers and needs that gave way to start Confera, and what were the market opportunities and trends that opened the door for it? Okay, a lot of things to talk about in this. Yes, for sure. So, uh, so I think we have, uh, so as, as Convera was formed, we laid out our values. So we have about uh, eight values, which we follow at a corporate. And interestingly, and not surprisingly, the first one is customer centricity. How do we look at our customer needs? Uh, how do we look at the pain points, the frictions they have in the journey? And in cross-border payments, this is not a new segment in the industry. Historically, you know, uh, having reliability of information, you know, having strong compliance, uh, what are the costs for doing business there? What are the rates uh, which, you know, customers offer? These are things top of the mind for customers. Uh, our customers uh, are also looking at how do they actually take advantage of digital technologies out there? So how would, like in, in my example of the customer landscape I was painting earlier, let's say you're one of the trade verticals, you know, a manufacturer in, let's say, an aerospace uh, space out there. Uh, these customers are looking at their needs, their suppliers and their, you know, customer, their end customers are all that landscape is changing. So their needs in terms of how do they do cross-border payments, uh, what's the transparency they want into the process? How do they use, take advantage of uh, digital and digital solutions to do that? So this is a growing market. Like this market is like, you know, there's several industry estimates, you know, 50, 60 billion dollars, a total addressable market and growing because global commerce is uh, growing out there. So this there is a landscape change, I would say, which is happening besides these traditional needs is the underlying commerce landscape itself is changing. So think about it in the consumer world where B2C is uh, involved. We have seen how digital and networks have come and created new opportunities, new value for our customers. And I think that's really not happened in the B2B cross-border payments. We believe there is a strong need and a, a strong market out there beyond you know, the traditional size of the market is huge enough. There's enough room to grow in this market, but we can really create value for our customers and go into uh, you know, how B2B commerce will be changing in coming days. So that's some of the investment thesis we have around, obviously we have our assets, which will apply towards it. We have a very strong payment network, you know, an unparalleled compliance capability across those 200 plus countries. So those are the assets we apply towards how do we actually go after this, you know, large and, you know, new opportunity in the market. So hopefully that gave you some context on how we see the opportunity in the market for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, what's so interesting, as you mentioned, I mean, we are certainly changing the last the landscape, right? Everything is about digitalization and uh, everything else is certainly follows that, which is the need for speed. You know, that's all we hear because that's what digitalization really brings to the forefront. But it's more than that, as you rightfully said. It is about making sure you bring value to your customers through accurate information, secure information, making it very easy for an end-to-end -end execution to give them that seamless experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where 
you bring technology to the forefront where there is modern changes that are taking place that'll help you hopefully support with what you're looking for. So really exciting stuff that what you're doing, which really follows well with my next question. You know, I recently read Convera's purpose is to make moving money so easy that any company in the world can grow with confidence, which is some of what you covered already. But can you also share some more insights on how you see the landscape continuing to change going forward? And what is your vision to meet those changes in alignment with Convera's purpose? Sure, absolutely. Uh, Happy to. uh, I think it's kind of connected to the conversation we were just having. So with with these customers, maybe let's use an example that makes it bring it to life on what it is about. So let's say you are a trade vertical customer. You use today a NetSuite or mm-hmm. you know a QuickBooks for your accounting system. You probably have Routable and a few others AR AP automation type solutions out there. And then you use, uh, you know, we would like to hope that you're using Convera for cross border payments. But sure. let's say us or any of our other competitors <laughs> out there. There's a lot of friction in this whole process out there. All the different processes. So this this creates lot of overheads on our customer side. So I think when you talk about value creation and growth out there, so how do our customers grow? We put ourselves in their shoes. What is their day in life out there? How would they carry their day-to-day business out there and how this becomes you know, a, a hassle for them to challenge? They have different business processes. They need to have different people on their side who are navigating this complex you know, spaghetti of different solutions which they stitch together. Now imagine if this was one connected, you know, application out there. So, you know, you come to a one ecosystem through which you actually do your payments or, you know, issue your invoices to which, you know, you have receivables coming around. Whatever you're doing in terms of your automation, it's taken care of there. And whatever cross-border payment needs to happen, happens seamlessly without any friction. And the confidence is important because you need to have a trust. You know that the compliance will work. You will not have an hassle. You have certain value dates by which these payments have to arrive. And you can say with confidence, yep, this business getting done. So that's kind of a stepping stone to how we see growing with confidence out there. Now, take a one notch up out there. These customers, you know, we have data like our existence has been there for the last 20, 30 years. We've been in this business. We know the trading partners who you work with. So who do you actually buy goods from? Who do you sell goods to? Who are the pays and who are the beneficiaries, which we call as bennies, in your network? We already know about that. If we can simplify, create more seamless way for you to conduct commerce between them, now your growth, like, you know, we we tend to believe that, you know, global commerce is where the growth will come to these businesses out there. Now we can actually create new value and new growth directly for these businesses. So these are just some small examples of what's the possibility. We are building an underlying B2B commerce platform. So as we are transforming Convera, it's not about just, you know, obviously we need to improve on transparency and, you know, we have a strong payment network. We're creating digital capabilities. So we have higher reliability. We have higher automation to what we do. But above and beyond, we're creating an underlying platform. Uh, a B2B commerce platform. This will help us facilitate creating those values. So I think the the ultimate aim is, like our number one value in our company is uh, understanding customer needs and customer centricity. 
businesses want to grow. Commerce is growing out there. Can we take away all the frictions in that process? So that's how, how Nelly, we like to think about what is our purpose? What are the types of solutions? And obviously, there's a sequence of doing these things. Uh, the customers need those digitizations, those transparency and solutions, et cetera, today. So we are rolling out those products, but we are building that underlying platform, that backbone, which will, and anything in this process, we became cloud native uh, out there. We knew that a cloud native is not just a technology infrastructure, which you know people say, hey, which technology you're running on. For us, this is about how we build our products of future. There is immense amount of you know innovation in cloud native environments. Like AWS probably has more innovative services, both Temnos and us uh, work with AWS in that capacity. We can roll out those innovations much faster in that space. So that's kind of how we like to think about this space. You know, this is so important, some of the points that you've mentioned, which is it goes above and beyond just selecting the right solutions. You're looking at your entire ecosystem and, and you're doing this right looking outward in. You're looking at the needs of your clients and you're saying, we need to look at our whole entire organization, which sometimes gets missed when you're rolling these things out. Uh, I love how you mentioned that you're not only looking at the right proper solutions, but how do you make sure that the connectivity is there, that you ensure a seamless flow that is meaningful for your clients and also taking advantage of the adoption of cloud. The adoption of cloud or managed services combined or coupled with those modern technologies are truly designed to give you some of the successes that you're achieving today. But uh, as they always say, it, it sounds easy, but I know it's not always easy. <laughs> There's a it's lot a multi-year journey for us. <laughs> you know, ultimately, we're creating Nelly the network effect out there. Yeah. We have seen how that plays, and I think uh, we have seen other industries, like within financial services itself, in a B two C paradigm, we have seen that happen. What what growth does it actually unlock? We believe it's time for B two B cross border commerce to do that. And that's our mission, to be able to provide those innovations and those products and, and uh, you know services to our customers out there. And, and, and that's absolutely fabulous. And you know, that certainly takes me to the next question, which I must ask. You know, we provide part of that entire ecosystem that is enabling you to grow your business. So why did you choose Feminos? And what did sure. you find most innovative about us and your experience so far? Yeah, I think good question out there. So our journey has now been together over 18 months and, you know, many years to come together. We have uh, talked about some of the, our partnership uh, to our clients, to our other partners out there. So first and foremost, this process started, as I mentioned, in our transformation, we're also building an underlying B2B commerce platform. So we wanted to, instead of building every component ourselves out there, obviously speed to market matters over here, and we need to look at components we can assemble, which have been time tested and uh, you know provide those capabilities. So Payment Hub was one big capability in that area. And through the process, obviously, Terminos has, you know, you're celebrating your 30 years. Congratulations for that. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, you have a proven uh, place in the market. You've been doing this for several years. We wanted a proven solution provider. So that's kind of where our process started. But that was not the only criteria. The other criteria, which is equally important, is which is connected to our growth story, is we also wanted to select somebody who can not only just provide that component out there, but also be a partner in creating this B2B commerce network, these ecosystems we can create together 
built on cloud native environments, built with the latest innovation so that our customers can grow. How do we, it's not about just using the payment hub capability, which obviously Temenos has, you know, as a market leader in that space, you have many years of working in financial services with financial institutions and fintechs equally out there. Uh, having, having using your payment hub and combining that with our ability to innovate together on how do we create those ecosystems. So uh, for example, at the recent uh, Money 2020 conference, we talked about between Tamanos, us and AWS, what could be some of those new ecosystems which we could see coming in, you know, in the next, uh, you know, 12 to 24 months out there. Uh, obviously, it's a journey. It it, it requires a village <laughs> to create <Yes>. those. <laughs> but I think that 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 whole conversation we had with Tamanos leadership on, you guys were also equally inspired with what how Tamanos could become a platform company in addition to serving financial institutions. So that DNA and that ethos actually matches very well with our aspiration. So we saw an opportunity to bring in a partner who obviously helps us accelerate our path to how we serve our customers, create those new products, but also teams up with us. So we realize the broader benefit we can provide to B2B cross-border payments out there. So that's kind of the genesis of the conversation, obviously, it's been 18 months, uh, great journey. I'm sure there will be challenges in the coming days, but I think we have a great relationship and a great uh, DNA between the two companies. We work very effectively. Uh, you know, we have engagements at our product level, at a go-to-market level, as well as uh, your implementation team. So uh, I'm very confident and I'm looking forward to how together we will innovate and change B2B commerce. Well, certainly appreciate that feedback, Dharmesh. And, you know, what what I love about some of the stuff that you're sharing is, you know, we also strive looking at an outward in approach. You know, we like to talk to our customers. We we take the value of what you're trying to achieve. And we're continuously investing in our products uh, and bringing that value to you. You know, we've got, you, you know that we've got about 3,000 customers, around 150 countries, and it's it's creating those solutions, but also making sure that we bring other partners into it so that we can give you the true value. And you, you said some of that already, looking at the adoption of cloud, our cloud providers being cloud native. So, mm -hmm. so I really appreciate you sharing your story and your journey and your experience thus far. And, you know, you hit on this already on some of the where do you'd like to see us going forward, but can you elaborate a little bit more sure. as far as, you know, as you look to Temenos as your continuous partner, you know, to realize that future vision that you've defined, what's your challenge to us to provide sure, the most value? You know, where would you like us to focus on innovation efforts? We have this conversation with your team, so mm -hmm. I think that's an ongoing process. Uh, to me, I think, uh, so you obviously have a strong foundation, you understand what it does to do a payment, like how do you look at different payment rails, you know, the connections with, you know, let's say central banks or, you know, build payment networks around it. I think the area where Temenos is still relatively younger, like in your 30 years of history, is to become a platform company, you actually really need to look at certain values you need to embed in them. How do you like, how do you, and it has not just a technology manifestation to it. it. It starts with how do you see the market? What are the, how do we serve our customers together out there? 
So how, why, why would customers benefit from a platform-based approach versus you know a solution we can provide to them? You have many years of working with financial institutions, providing you know banking solutions to them. Last uh, decade or so, serving fintechs, you know, providing payment uh, you know platforms uh, to them. But having an underlying platform and offering it as a platform as a service has uh, certain mindset things which you need to do. One, how do you serve your customers? Like, so how would somebody consume your services? Most likely they will not consume it directly. Like if, if, if I'm a man, in my example, I'm a, let's say an exporter or an importer, I won't come to Temenos to consume your service. So I'll be consuming a service likely from an ecosystem or a network, which is powered by components mm-hmm. which uh, Temenos provides. So understanding of those use cases and how how do you adjust yourselves to those use cases in a very agile fashion because that's you know keeps on changing then the other facet is how do you build your technology and make it available while banking and financial solutions even for payment hub capabilities are very defined use case you know it's like obviously there's innovation as we continue to grow but everything should be an api by itself like that's how even we are building the conveyor platform the b2b commerce platform i talked about Everything we do internally to service ourselves is an API. So you need to have that mindset of that how your your services and products will get consumed is very different in tomorrow's world versus what it is in today's world. So a platform company needs to look at how from a customer standpoint, how will somebody be consuming the products and services you provide? And then how should you be structuring those products and services? So having them available on the tap in an on-demand fashion uh, with an API construct underneath it, anything and everything Temenos does should be an API out there. So I think those are areas where uh, I think this is something you guys are already doing. This is not something I'm telling you, but these are conversations I have with your team when I talk to your technology teams on, because we are trying to consume your services exactly the same way. It's very easy to consume everything as a blob and build something which, you know, over time it becomes monolithic out there. But to really be flexible, to really be have that optionality for our businesses in future, we need to think about platform businesses slightly differently. So that would be one area I would say Temnos is already investing a lot of time and money into that, an area where we we are happy to see you are progressing in that direction. We would like to see more being done there. Obviously, we'll be the one of the first ones to consume. How do you offer yes. those services in that fashion? So that would be my take, Nelly, on that. And and I love it, Dharmesh, you know, because this is great insights and feedback. And certainly as as like you said, you know, we've been doing this for 30 years and certainly the payment landscape, including the whole entire financial uh, industry has evolved, has changed, has shifted, and we're constantly looking at ways to augment, to further develop, to continuously to improve, to provide additional mm-hmm. payment rails, bring it together. So I think as you see our roadmap, I hope that you'll be impressed that we are headed in that right direction. But I'm also appreciative of the additional uh, details that you shared with us today. And I'm sure we'll take that into consideration to further implement your vision. Now, this has been such a pleasant conversation. And Canberra's journey surely can give us enough material for a longer chat. But unfortunately, we have to stop here for today. 
Dharmesh, I can't thank you enough for sharing your thoughts and views with us. And hopefully we'll get an opportunity to talk again and see how things continue to successfully evolve and progress at Canvera. So thank you once again. Thank you, Nelly. It was great to chat. Uh, you know, we are partners in crime, as I said, uh, to your colleagues out there. So I think we'll many exciting things to do together. So I'm really looking forward to our journey together. in the Absolutely. Days. And appreciate everything you shared with us again. So thank you again. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good day. Cheers. Thanks, you too. Thanks so much, Nelly and Dharmesh, for your insights. We hope you enjoyed this Temenos Talks podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Thanks and take care.